All right, we're starting for real now. Here we go. All right, welcome everybody to episode 26 of Fair the Burn. Fuck, Fuck it, it we'll, we'll do it do live. It live. Host, your host now, uh, Chandler Fair. Today, it's just me, man. It's just me, and I'm going to tell you the truth. The last 15 minutes of my life, I've been picking my nose and trying to figure out this sound system. That's what I've been doing. I've just been digging for gold and trying to make magic happen, baby. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with my nose. I'm sorry if I breathe a little weird, I guess, on this uh, today's episode, because... Something is just in my nose, man, and I don't know what it is, but it's, it is deep in there, like a cavern in the middle of a Minecraft field, man, just a deep cave with deep slate block and cut sandstone in there, man, um, I'm trying to figure out this sound, this sound system, uh, my, my, my cord is a little finicky, so I'm sorry if there's some movement today on on the episode. Uh, I'm talking about some things that I am quite passionate about, um, so I don't know how it's going to go. I hope that I don't lose power, but you know what, dude? We are, we are bringing you the content fucking almost weekly, man. Um, I want to drop on Sunday mornings around like 8 or 9 a.m. mountain time. Just because I like the feel of like Fair the Burn being kind of like church service, where it's like it drops weekly on month on on Sundays. It's like, you know, the sermon that we get, we talk, we sit down, we converse, we have fellowship, whatever it is. Uh, but if not Sundays, we get it to you Mondays. If not Mondays, at the latest, I'm hoping to get it to you guys on Tuesdays. Uh, and I'm also hoping, just with 2022 kind of being the second season of Fair the Burn and how things are going to go, that I am going to be. Uh, doing like a solo pod, like once a month or once every two months, um, just to kind of work on my abilities of being able to talk and entertain and also kind of try to keep like cohesive thoughts going throughout because I think that's something that I struggle probably with as a human is just jumping from topic to topic to topic to topic or like thought to thought to thought or like thing to thing to thing, like, and just trying to like smooth it out and working on something that's more, you know, obviously I'm still doing wine casts and shit. Like, I'm still fucking, yeah, I can't change my hands. Hold on, Chan. Getting too fucking crazy out here. <clears throat> when I change my hands, that's when the that's when the static happens. Um, if very occasionally, if it's in my right hand, then I can, like, I can keep the static from happening. But if if I change hands, then it it just, it, 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 it goes, man. It fucking goes. That's all we're going to hear in this podcast. And we don't want to hear that. Here's what we want to hear on today's podcast. We want to hear fucking crazy shit. And that's what we're going to bring you today. We're going to bring you crazy shit because that's what we fucking bring you, man. We bring you stories. We bring you ideas. We bring you people that you come here to hear some shit that you're like, man, I did know this shit existed or I didn't know this shit existed or yeah, I've been watching that shit. We're here to talk about Christ, corruption, and culture and all that shit is, uh, it's all crazy. It's all crazy, man. So um, it's crazy that we're here today on this uh, this 22nd inaugural episode of Fear the Burn. Uh, today, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the housekeeping, do some housekeeping for you guys, just kind of talk about 
um, those who are listening and how much I appreciate you guys out there um, supporting the pod and supporting supporting the cause. We got some cool shit coming for, to you. I'm working on some projects that I'm really excited to kind of be releasing and talking about. Uh, I still want to get Coog on, on, a, on an episode so he can do like a big kind of farewell and he can talk about some of the stuff that he's got going on. And uh, me and Cougar are also working on some projects as well on the side. Doesn't everyone say that? Yeah, you know, I got these projects that, you know, I can't really talk about right now, but you'll hear about them in like, you know, two months. Um, but it's the truth, man. It's the truth. That's what, what we're doing out here. We're trying to keep it secretive. Um, and other people like to keep things secretive too. Theranos. Uh, so yeah, man, um, to everyone listening in the United States, I know that it's 83% of you motherfuckers, okay? Thank you for listening. Uh, Idaho, obviously, our biggest supporter, 29%. Uh, Washington's up there at like 20%, 18%. Utah's coming in strong at 10 and then, you know, we got the good old like Texas, California, Mississippi, Illinois, um, Virginia... Ohio, Florida, um, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's beautiful, it's great for you guys to see, I know that a lot of people probably aren't listening to this episode, and you guys just came for the Altion episode, and you're not actually here right now, but it's all good, I still appreciate you, dude, especially you motherfuckers who are out there in Columbus, hold on, Columbus, Mississippi, dude, don't know where this is, who's there or why you're listening because I've never met anybody from Mississippi. But I'll tell you something. I got an M with my SS and I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Uh, that's how you spell it. Uh, and I just, I appreciate, I appreciate Columbus, Mississippi, man. I think it's a place that's, although, although knowing literally nothing about it, I think it's a place that I would like to go. So keep listening if you're from Columbus, Mississippi. Dude, if you are listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I want to take a vacation somewhere. Columbus, Mississippi is the place to go, man. You ever been to a town that was fucking named after the dude who discovered this shit? You know? And people can say all day long, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. Fucking, you're right. You know what? But he thought that he did. So they're named after a town, a, a dude who has un- fucking wavering self-belief in himself. Even if you're wrong, you're like, nah, I discovered America. I'm fucking Christopher Columbus. And I'm going to move to Columbus, Mississippi. Mississippi, dude. Uh, if you're thinking about moving somewhere, heard Columbus, Mississippi is a great place to go. They also gave me straight up three Bitcoin to say all of this. So that's why, that's why we're endorsing a fucking Mississippi, dude. Like... <laughs> Uh, international listeners, we appreciate you guys. Germany, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Ireland. Um, you know, we got some others who are like less than 1%, but I don't think you're real. Uh, yeah, man, the UK, man, I can't say it enough. I really, I am hoping to go soon. I've been saying this for straight up like six years now, coming up on this summer when I met all of my good buddies from the UK out in Maryland. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, we just, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys listening because I know that a lot of shit that we're talking about is um, for Americans considered domestic and for you guys considered international. And, you know, I'm just, 
I'm just trying to have a good time, man. Just trying to good have a good time, bring you guys some, some, um, some news, some some kind of darkish news, some weird news in comedic in comedic ways, man. Uh, Spotify listenership still at forty three percent over Apple Podcasts, which are at forty one percent. Fuck yeah, Spotify, keep rocking that way. No one gives a shit about Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, anything like that. Uh, Keep rocking in the free world, Spotify. We love you. And Neil Young, we know loves you too. And iPhone's at 58, 56%, man. Like, for people who have been listening for a long time, who know my views on, like, where you should be listening to and what you should be listening to on, yeah, we're, we're in that direction. We're in that, we're on that, we're in that staple. We're in that wheelhouse, you know what I mean? No, this isn't saying that if you listen to it on, a, on an Android that you're bad or you're evil. You know, I'm just saying... You don't have any money, you know? You're like me. And I don't want to be listening to this pod. I don't want to have other me's listen to this podcast. I want to have motherfuckers like Justin, who was just on last episode, who live in Seattle. Listen, and, and I don't know a lot about Justin, but he one time was like, yo, I have this phone. It's from Korea. And I was like, what? And he was like, dude... I got this new charger. Let me show you. And he showed me like the first, like it was very early on, the fucking um, the thick C, the USB C or whatever this, this thick ass charger that is everyone now and now has. And I was like, dude, this is in like 20, 2018. I was like, dude, fuck that shit, dude. Look at this. And I just showed him my my micro USB, my universal, good old, just faithful port. He was like, nah, man, this is the future. And I was like, you are fucking crazy. You're out of your mind, dude. Also, you're the slickest motherfucker out here having just a, just a phone that nobody else has. You know? That's the type of people I want listening to this podcast. Like, I, like and that probably, that probably identifies not even under Android or iPhone. It probably identifies under other. Because, like, Spotify or whatever, the anchor just sees sees you listen to it on that, and they're like, we don't even know what the fuck that is. That has to be classified under literally anything that we don't know. So that's, that's going to be other. Uh, so listen to, listen, to, listen to my sweet tunes, my voice, which is probably sounding weird as fuck, because again, I can feel that my nose is clogged on an iPhone or another. Um, here, on, here on Fair the Burn, we support iPhones and we support others. Um, and lastly, man, we got, we got 15% female listenership, which is, uh, way up from the last time we talked about this, where we had like 97 or 96% male listenership and 5% female listenership. Uh, ladies, you know, um, I'm, I'm here to tell you, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, all that shit about my nose. At the beginning of this was not true at all. Um, I was just making a goof and making making a gag. And, uh, you know, you know, my mom really wants me to be with someone. So if we can get that, if we can get that working, that would be dope. Uh, and that's all I have for housekeeping, man, which is sick. So now I can, like, actually talk about other shit. <clears throat> uh... Yeah, I mean, the fact that, that my mic has to be in my right hand this whole fucking podcast is, is like, really hurting my arm. 
Like, and I'm 11 and a half, 12 minutes into this. Like, you know, I'm going to have to use in a support or a crutch here soon to, uh, to work on the stabilization of my weak ass muscles, bro. Um, yeah, just been, just been feeling like, feeling like a real bag of shit lately, dude. Um, not working out, not doing comedy, just like getting rich all the time, dude. Like not doing the things that I know I need to do, which I've been feeling guilty as fuck about lately because I, you know, you get hit in the face every once in a while with shit where you're just like, oh, like I was like, you know, I've been thinking about that. But the way that you put that, it's like, oh, my God. Like there was this Bruce Lee quote that said, if you love life, you shouldn't waste time. Where time is what life is made of. And I was like, fuck. Wasting my life. Wasting my time. Just hanging out and watching videos and being stupid, man. And just uh, I'm trying to get out there more, trying to be more active. Uh, I just picked up a flag football coaching position for like five, six, seven weeks-ish. Uh which is coming up in the spring, and that'll be pretty cool. So you guys might hear a little bit about how that's going, the games, how they're, it's affecting my life, um, what I'm learning from these kids out here, man, because, uh, you know, I'm just trying to learn. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to keep, keep learning how to love life more, and I feel like I've been really lacking on how to do that lately. So, um... And lately, when when I feel like a when a like a big bag of just absolute turd, uh, I just love to watch shit, man, and just get rich and hang out and watch everything. And uh, you know, this last weekend we had a lot of really good, a lot of really cool things happening. Uh, UFC two seventy one happened, and I did a shoey. Uh, good fights, man. Tai Tuivasa, who's a big ass Australian dude with like tats and he's a Samoan. So he has all those like sick tribal tats and he has like tats on his thighs and shit, like places I would never think to get tattooed, man. Um, he knocked out Derek Lewis, who is nicknamed the black beast in the UFC and has more UFC knockouts than any person in the history of, of the UFC. And and when I say knockouts, I don't mean like, you know, he's hitting them and like they're falling down and it's like, you know, they're kind of unconscious, they're kind of not, like the ref stops it early, it gets like qualified as a knockout. No, man. I am talking straight up full-blown. This person is in another fucking century right now. Derek Lewis makes motherfuckers roll the eyes into their back back of their head look at him again, like, roll forward, look at him again, and then roll back again. Like, he makes it do, instead of, like, just, like, a 180, he makes it do, like, a 720 or a six, a 630, whatever the fuck it is before that. Uh, and Ty Tuivasa went in there like a badass. Like, like Derek Lewis is ranked third in the world. Third in the world. Ty Tuivasa is ranked 11th in the world, which is, like, yeah, like, you're in the top 15, but... There's a massive gap between 1 to 5, and then a massive gap from, like, 6 to 10, and then a, a big gap between, like, 11 to 15. Like, the separation that he just, 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 uh, like, the distance he just closed on this last fight is incredible. Because he fucking 
made that dude who Derek Lewis. I, I just can't keep saying enough. Like Derek Lewis, guys, like ha, has a chin that's stronger than Jay Leno's, and just has never. Like, he's been, like, rocked a little bit and been like, oh, you know, he's looking a little bit out. But even in those times, boom, blast a motherfucker. And Ty Tuivasa, bam, bam, as they call him, went in there, gave him just a, just pieced him up, you know, one, twos, rights and lefts, first round, second round came. They were in the clinch, gave him a couple of elbows, straight up made him fall on his face. Um, And I made a bet with David, uh, when we were watching it, that he, if he, if Ty Tuivasa like beat Derek Lewis in a way that was anything other than decision, that I would do what Ty Tuivasa does after fights, which is called the shoey, which is where you dump like a beer or you know other alcoholic beverage into a shoe and then uh, drink it out of said shoe, and uh. Fucking knocked him out. And so I, I lived up to it. I got up. I got my bottle of wine. I dumped it into my shoe and just was like, give him the showy. Give him the showy. Give it to him. And like, I like chugged it. And I was very happy for that guy, man. Like he, you know, he's, I think he's like 20, 28. And Derek Lewis is like 39. You know, Derek Lewis is like coming into the prime of his career, like really up there and ties a young man, you know, and he just, definitely moved way up the rankings and is going to go um he has to go into bigger fights now so it was it was super implicating for that and i was very excited because i've i've liked that guy for a while and i I keep saying it man like people people are like oh he's not good you know he's just a brawler like he's just throwing hands like ty has a really good clinch game and he has really nice like low leg kicks and people keep being like, he's not a kicker, you know, he doesn't know a lot about, like, mixed martial arts. And it's like, you know, I don't think people are all, like, just because he's this, like, you know, goofy dude who's chugging beers from, like, Australia doesn't mean he doesn't have skills, man. Like, this guy's giving people low leg kicks, like, he's, he's piecing them up nice, like, in the clinch, clearly. Uh, so, very happy for him, man, very happy for him. Uh, and then the, the main event was Israel Odesonia versus Robert Whitaker. And uh, good fight, man. It was it was a it was just a good close match. I mean, it was close ish. I think people are really Israel ended up winning by a majority decision. Uh, I think two judges gave him like a three rounds to two, and the another one gave him like four to one. Um, you know, Robert looked nice, but Israel Adesanya, the last style bender man, is. He is, I think, could go on to be possibly, like, the greatest fighter of all time, greatest mixed martial artist of all time. Um, dude is just, like, a style of his own, and, you know, clearly you can see other elements of people's games um, that he has with that. Like, you know, of course, you're going to see, like, Anderson Silva, and you're just going to see the, the kickboxing style that he comes from, but... Man, the guy's just, he's so well-rounded. He's so confident. Like, that's what I noticed about him, like, all week was I was like, man, this dude, like, you know, everyone's talking about how Rob is just getting better and he's getting better, but, like, Israel is, like, he is so confident in himself and he is so confident in what he's doing and how many times he's been in there and, like, my computer just, okay, that was weird. Um... 
he was he's so confident, man, and that's what I noticed. I just dripped out all week, and you know, I thought uh thought it was a good look, good look for him, good win. Um, just went in there and Izzy got it done, man. He got it done. He didn't get like that. He didn't get that crazy finish, you know. But he doesn't always, man. He like if if you bring it to him, he'll he'll give it to you. Like that's that's the thing about like Paulo, you know what I mean? Like. Paulo brought the fight a little bit to him as much as he got pieced up, but he got pieced up because he 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 brought it to him and he just thought he could just fucking swing on Izzy and Rob did what I think you have to do to beat him. I think you gotta beat this dude by decision or you gotta clip him. Like there I I'd like it's either a very close, close fight where you're making him work the whole time, or you're gonna be the fucking killer gorilla and uh just just murk him with one punch, just you know. You got that puncher's chance, as they like to say. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was Saturday. David and I, I want to say that we drank. We might have drank that night. I don't know. Um, we drank one of the nights. It might have been Friday. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and Sunday, man. Sunday was the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl. Uh, let's start with this. We'll start with the game. So the game was good. Um, I enjoyed the game. I uh, I liked just the 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 Rams winning. I enjoyed that. It was close. Uh, the Bengals were up for a lot of it. I didn't think that was going to be the case. I thought that the Rams were just going to kind of go in there and just destroy them. So I thought it was going to be be pretty boring, and I was going to end up playing Minecraft by like halftime. But uh no man it was it was a good game. Uh Joe looked Joe looked really good. Got hit far too often man. Like that's going to be so bad for him if that continues. They have to draft O-lineman next year. Um and and you know, I'm I'm glad that Matt Stafford got his ring. I'm glad that Aaron Donald got his ring. I'm glad that OBJ got his ring. I'm glad I'm really glad that Sean Payton got that ring. Like I was really, really rooting for, or not Sean Payton, but Sean McVay, Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm glad that Sean Payton got another ring. Uh, coaching the Los Angeles Los Angeles Rams. God damn, I'm just fucking up now. Um, yeah, so uh, Payton McVay won, and that was awesome. Uh, and Cooper Cup, dude, guy's just an absolute fucking monster. Just an animal. Tore it up this season. Not going to happen next season. Sorry, people are going to figure it out. Like, he's good, but he's not going to have a season like this. But what we just witnessed this last season was incredible. It was great. Leading the league in triple crown, winning offensive player of the year and off and uh, Super Bowl MVP. Hats off to him, man. After he tore his fucking ACL last year, that's... Goddamn, that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, So I enjoyed the game. Enjoyed. I wore a Rams chain, a fake Rams chain, one of those like uh, refrigerator magnets that they give out. I wore that the whole time, so it was good. I enjoyed the football game. Now, the things surrounding the Super Bowl were not my favorite. Uh, national anthem. Really liked the national anthem. Thought it was dope. Like. The, the black country singer, Mickey, Mackie, McVeigh, Mac Ruth, whatever the fuck 
trying to look up what this lady's name is. Um, I, I, I saw that she said that she was battling like racism her whole life and like stereotypes because she's a black country singer. And it, she said that it was big for her and it was big for black people. Uh, don't really know what that means. Like big for black people. Like they're, they're not doing, they're not doing it, you know? And like, it's, I feel like it'd be like bigger for like black country singers to be like, yeah, like we're up there. Like with that lady, we're standing in whatever the fuck solace or solitude or salvation. Like, you know, we're going to be saved by what is this lady's name? I'm looking this up. Uh, and I thought honestly it was going to be pretty boring. Uh, National Anthem Super Bowl. Singer. I thought it was going to be very boring. But it actually ended up being quite nice and, like, full. And I liked the sound of, like, the kind of gospel choir behind Mickey Guyton. Is that lady's name? Uh, and it was actually pretty dope. So, you know, it was no fucking, you know, Whitney Houston circa, I think, 91 you know, the greatest Super Bowl national anthem of all time. It's not, it's not that, you know, but it was, it was nice. It was good. Um, better than, better than Gaga. You know, that's what we got to say. Gaga with the rah-rah. Now the rock, let's, let's stop at the rock here. The rock introducing the Super Bowl. I had to watch that again because the first time that I watched it, I just absolutely lost my goddamn mind. Because The Rock, get off the field, dude. You're not going to take, you're not going to take up two and a half minutes of our time introducing this football game on the, on the field, man. No, like introduce it to the side of the field, not on the field, The Rock. You're not, and don't do it for two minutes. Okay, I don't care how much they're paying you. I don't care what they're telling you. It's too long. You know, if we got Bruce Buffer to go out there and do it, that motherfucker would be like, in this corner, we have fire. Like, Bruce Buffer would get it done in like 15, 30 seconds, dude. Like, Bruce would be in, he'd be out. He'd be fucking roaring like a lion, and he'd be out of there. But this motherfucker is coming back to Los Angeles. And then just hold. And I get it, Rock. You are used to playing those stadiums. I got no fucking business talking about this shit. But just, let's get to the Super Bowl, man. Let's get to it. There's a million things that we had to do before this. Uh, I guess it's dope seeing The Rock, though. You know, like, <laughs> what I really wish is I wish The Rock had a wig on his head that made it look like he was back doing the WWE shit. Uh, that's what I thought. And if he was like in outfit too, like if he was like in the spandex and he had like the knee pads on and the boots, um, and then he was doing that shit. That is what I want to see from big Dwayne now. Um, but he was just his big bald Dwayne Johnson look himself. So, uh, and I want to talk about the halftime show that everybody seems to be fucking in love with. Um, took a drink right there because I have to 
got to stay sane for this conversation. Now, uh, the halftime show, I want to preface this with saying I'm a huge rap fan, man. Like, I love hip-hop. I, Of course, I wanted to be a young white rapper when I was a kid, and I really liked poetry, so I was, like, really into Eminem. Um, I really like Dr. Dre. I'm, I like Kendrick. You know, I know who Mary J. Blige is. I don't listen to her music. I listened to 50 growing up. Like, so, I, and of course, I listen, I listen to other people, like, outside of just those guys, too. But, like, I know who the fuck performed, obviously. Um, we all know the songs. Like, I just, I thought, I thought the design of, like, the concert was, was cool. Um, I don't know if those cars were real or not from, from the up angle. They kind of looked a little fake maybe, but I hope that they were real cars. They looked pretty sick in that, um, on the field though, the Compton layout on the ground was super dope, like super sick. I was like, Oh shit. Like that's like, that's Compton right there. Like that's the streets of Compton. Like the, the, the layout, like I was super into that. Um, I just kind of felt underwhelmed with the performances like like they were fine you know they were spitting their bars and stuff but i just i think that there there could have been a lot more going on uh the the visual work for like the at home people i think could have been more um you know just in years past like even going last year to like the weekend's performance even though he had his one fucking shoulder dance move or whatever he was doing like, he was incorporating the actual, like, you know, the millions that are watching, not just the hundred thousands, but, you know, maybe they were just like, nah, fuck you guys, like, we're gonna do our own thing up here, and, uh, I, I, I Kendrick's was, like, the only one that really excited me, again, I think probably because of the camera work, but also just because I thought his was more engaging, like, I just thought the rest of them were just like, you know, we're here making our money, we're doing our thing, but, like, after this, we're gonna dip. You know, like, and it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. Like, make your money, do your thing. You're a fucking legend. But I just think you're tired of, like, doing this. You know, like, how many times? What is going on? What is going on with my computer? I don't know, guys. Guys, like, I'm talking to you like it's live, like it's a fucking stream. I don't know, guys. Uh, you want to put down in the chat? Like, tell me what your favorite color is. Well, I fucking play, you know. GTA, driving a car in the sky. <laughs> uh, yeah, just not like I wasn't. I thought I like I th I thought fifties entrance. Like I I didn't understand why he was upside down. Um, I thought it was kind of dope to be honest, because like we didn't know he was supposed to be there, and then he wrapped upside down. You know, not a lot of people could do that, man. So good for fifty. Uh, People people really be clowning him right now on, on social media, and that sucks, but... Hey, man, tell me that you didn't get fat over fucking, fucking quarantine. Motherfucker. Who do you think you are, David? Getting shredded and ripped? No, you're a goddamn... You're like me. You're gaining weight, son. I'm with you, 50. Uh, So, yeah, man, I just... I wasn't... I thought it was fine, man. I love rap. I love hip-hop. Like, I love seeing that be the forefront. I just wish it was, like, just Kendrick. Or if it was just J. Cole. Or if it was 
just like you know, kind of a stretch pushing here, but like like Tyler, like if Tyler did like the Super Bowl halftime show, that'd be fucking dope, dude. And he could, he totally could. He'd probably want to show his ass on camera, which you can't do, but it's all good, dude. Like, so I don't know. Everyone, everyone really loved it. Wasn't a big fan of it. Love those guys. Love the culture. Love everything that you know was surrounding it. It was a good moment, but. Just kind of felt underwhelmed. Underwhelmed by the performances. Uh, sorry for the static right now if it's happening. I got one more top topic for you guys. Uh, going to hopefully take about 30 minutes to just kind of talk about some shit that really confuses me. And this is, you know, this is why we're here. Like I said at the beginning of this, this is, this is the whole reason. Like, you want to hear crazy shit um so dave and i the other day i think yesterday before the super bowl watched this documentary um on elizabeth holmes who is the ceo of the once founded medical company theranos um founded in 2003 i want to say maybe 2005 but i think it's 2003 um, and they were a company that essentially like wanted to change the way that we tested for diseases and tested for, um, tested your blood, things like that. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes said that growing up, she always wanted to be a great inventor and she wanted to like change the way that things were done, change the way that people could really look at the world. And you definitely know that she has a fear of needles like in a lot of interviews that she does she talks about how if you like stuck her in a room or like anybody in a room and like like you know gave them like options to be tortured like having a needle in you and just to slowly watch the blood be drained from you you know like into tubes or whatever until you can no longer live is like one of the worst things that someone could ever think of uh, which is true like saying it is like like incredibly morbid but, you know, a lot of people when they're like, hey, I don't want to be like, you know, like tortured, like it's like, you know, cutting me out like limb from limb or like, you know, cutting my dick off or waterboarding me um, or you know, drowning me like the whole needles and like watching your blood drain slowly. Yeah, that's pretty gruesome. But like not a lot of people would would think about that, you know, so it's it's kind of weird when she would say shit like that. But her solution was uh, to just avoid needles forever was she was going to create a company with a machine uh, that would only need, like, a finger prick of blood to test you for over 200, you know, diseases or um, different things that could be in your blood that could be harmful and whatnot. And so she was at Stanford uh, her, her freshman year of college and, like, you know, designed this hypothetical machine that, like, like, took a little bit of blood and ran with nanotechnology so that it could test for all these things in your blood, and it could do that. And she brought it to, like, a professor, uh, and the professor essentially was like, you know, I don't really think this is super, like, possible. You know, I don't think that this is, like, very, like, realistic. You know, and as much as I'm all for, like, like innovation and like change and like how can we like forward society she's like i just don't think that this is gonna gonna really work out for you 
Um, but let me introduce you to, um, you know, someone else. I, I forget if it was like another like tenured professor, if it was like the head of the of the science um, board there or, or something. But she introduced she introduced Elizabeth uh, Holmes to this other dude who's this old white guy who essentially like when he met her was like, oh, my God, she was just the most like brilliant person I've ever met. And she showed me this thing. And I was like, I'm going to I'm going to follow you where 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 you go. So he became like. If I'm not mistaken, like the CFO or the COO, um, or some part of her like company as well, and so she dropped out. She dropped out of Stanford. Um, people were like, "Do you think that was going to be a bad decision?" And she was like, "No." I even talked to my parents about it, and we all decided that it's probably um, for the best, and it's a great decision. So she did that, and she started her own company, and. Uh, Theranos, and she created this this machine called the Edison. Um, like one of her greatest, uh, you know, inspirations was Thomas Edison. She really enjoyed like how many inventions he has and how many patents he has and things like that. Uh, and she also like went to like a bunch of other conferences with Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg. Like she, like she knew like a lot of these other like CEOs because like you know she started her own company and shit. So. Uh, she invents the Edison and she tells people about it. And they, if like anyone asks if they can like test it or like see inside of it or like see it ran, she's like, no, you can't, you can't see it. And like, she would tell people that, you know, this machine though is like being used in like with like government contracts that, uh, it was on like, like, uh, military helicopters in the battlefield that the government is using it for different things, um, but that she wasn't allowed to talk about that because obviously it's confidential and she was running a private company. So like, if you question her about these things, like you don't have to get confirmation or like, you don't really have to like go into detail if things are confidential. So uh, she gets like a ton of donors, like a ton of donors. Uh, fucking her company shoots up to like worth like $2 billion dollars or some shit by, you know, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. Like, she has so much money. She has backing from, like, like uh, former secretaries of state and just, like, other CEOs, Betsy DeVos, or, or DeVos, however you say her last name, Betsy, however, that fucking old-ass bitch who was the the head of public, public education, she was, she was on board with her. And people were just giving this lady money, giving her money, uh... And they weren't allowed to, like, see, no one ever, like, saw how the machines were ran. Or, like, they would go to the facilities, but, like, very few people would, like, ever see, like, the Edisons. And so, th that, to me, is alone just crazy. Like, granted, like, she's bold-faced lying to them, being like, yeah, you know, we're using this in, you know, uh, like, military helicopters, which it wasn't. We have, like, government contracts, which, like, they don't. Um, but because people believed her about that because she kind of had this way of like charming them like they they just backed her and so her company went up to like straight up like by like 2015 or whatever like 99 billion dollars like it was worth 99 billion dollars and like in one year it didn't bring in it only brought in like a few hundred thousands of dollars that's all it brought in like like her company was worth like 99 billion dollars and it didn't even bring a million dollars in crazy man crazy uh she started a, a, a partnership with with walgreens 
where like there was like Walgreens uh, stations where like you could go and a physician would see you and they'd like prick your finger and then they would send it like to labs or whatever. And you're like, wait, if you have this Edison, like why do you send it to labs? And they're like, uh, we need like more of your blood now. And so like then like a lot of those people went from just like pricking your fingers back to like getting like full ass fucking fucking blood vials from your from your veins, man. Like when you're not even doing the shit. Uh, she and like essentially everything that she said was a lie, dude. Everything she said was a lie. Like like the machines really weren't super accurate. Like they would like spill a lot. Things would kind of stall out. Like she had to send a lot of the blood samples to like other places for them to do like the the blood work and then like send it back like the re- results with them. And uh, she's just a psycho, man. She's a fucking psycho. Like, look this lady up, straight up. If you don't know who Elizabeth Holmes is and and Theranos, look her up. Because this lady said, she claims this. She's like, oh, yeah, I, o- I only have, first of all, her voice is, like, super deep. She's like, oh, yeah, so uh, I'm talking down here now. Uh, this is what I have to say. Like, and she always talks like that. And people who are, like, know her from the past are like, yo, this bitch doesn't talk like this. What is going on? But she talks in, like, a super low tone, and she goes, yeah, I, I only wear uh, black turtlenecks because, um, you know, it's kind of like a Steve Jobs thing. Like, I, I've done it since I was a kid, so I just wear black everything now. Like, I wear, like, black turtlenecks and uh, black coats and black suit pants. And um, She only wore black. Like, she got that from, like, Mark Zuckerberg. And, like, when she looks at you, she looks at you like a fucking gecko that's never going to take its eye off you, man. She looks at you like Mark Zuckerberg. Like she, like, she looks at you like fucking, like, she's ready to kill you. Like, you are staring down each other in a UFC main event. And, like, the ref's right there, and he's like, all right, I went over the rules in the back. Uh, if no other questions, touch, glo- uh, touch gloves now if you want to. Let's get it on. And you, like, touch gloves, and you're like, I'm going to fucking murder this person. Like, she, she just stole the outfit of, of Steve Jobs and the, and the eyes of Mark Zuckerberg and the voice of a man. And and called herself a CEO and just lied to tons of donors and backers and told them that she had all these contracts under government, blah, 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 blah. Um, and 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 just just fucking did it, man. Like she was at one point the youngest billionaire of all time. And when people asked her if they could like see the machine that she got all this money from, she'd say no. She'd say no. You can't see it, and you can't see it ran. How, how did anybody ever think that plucking literally, like, like a little bit... I started to do some research on this lady from, like, when she was, like, popular. Like, before people knew that she was a fucking fraud. Because now, people know she's a fucking fraud, and her company doesn't exist anymore. But when she was the shit, she was on like Good Morning America or something, and she had an interview. And this lady asked her, she goes, she goes, what do you, what, what, do, what do you say to people when they say, man, if you give them that little amount of blood, like, they're, they're not, there's no way that you can test for all of those results. What do you say to those people who question you and question the science? And this, this is what Elizabeth Holmes says. She says, well, uh, when you, when you, when you create something new, uh, you should. You are going to get questioned. You know, it's it's just human nature for them to question. 
And you just have to, you know, prove them wrong. That's what she said. She didn't go into the science. She didn't go into, like, how things were done. Like, granted, you're on Good Morning America, but, like, goddamn, dude. God damn, like, you're just going to be like, yeah, well, I should be questioned. Yeah, because there's no fucking way. Because there's no fucking way, man. It's crazy. I kind of, uh, I kind of remember that shit growing up. Like, I remember, like, going to the Walgreens, and I think I remember, like, seeing, like, getting my finger pricked once or twice. I don't know. I could be straight up lying about that. And I'm kind of curious if that's where, like, finger pricking came from was Theranos. But I don't know, man. I'm on pod, and I'm just kind of I'm just kind of shooting the shit right now about goddamn sociopaths, liars who just lie to investors and other people and just create billion dollars of companies and who are just factually way smarter than I'll ever be. Way smarter than I'll ever be, dude. This lady, this lady figured out how to play chess by creating the board. Like, she created the board for other motherfuckers to just play themselves. Like, she got, I think it was Henry Kissinger, I think that's that dude's name. His, like, grandson worked for them. And his his grandson, like, when working for them was like, yo, there's a lot of, like, malpractice going on in this company. Like, they were having, like, they were saying that all of, like, the samples were... <clears throat> We're going into like automated machines for testing when in fact they would like take like they themselves like took people's blood and like diluted it um, to be able to like like test for like different shit. Uh, and he was like that that isn't right. And, you know, the fact that no one's allowed to see the fucking machine, man, the Edison, like no one's allowed to see it. Uh, like he called her out and he talked to a to, like a Wall Street, like Washington State Post, jur- some journalist guy. And, uh, his, his grandpa, Henry Kissinger, like, um, said, you know, that he's wrong, that his grandson, he, he called the grandson and he was like, you know, they're trying to convince me that you're, you're stupid and they can't convince me that you're stupid, but they can't convince me that you're wrong, um, about her and like the company and stuff. So like, like she was literally like turning, turning family members against each other with the lies that she created. You know, and her big-ass fucking eyes, buggy-ass eyes that she'd walk around with. It's crazy. Uh, I, and so I, as people started writing, like, columns and journals about, about this, and they're like, hey, you know, this lady, she has all this money. People are backing her. Like, we don't really know if it's true. No one has seen this shit. Um, she did some other, like, PR things to try and save her ass, but, you know, at some point, like, the gig was up and I don't, I don't really know like how she got brought down. I forget how she got brought down, but, um, she had like a deposition lawyers, lawyers got involved. There's a video about her of, there's a video of her out there dancing like at a, at a staff meeting right before everything crashed and tumbled down. And I think in like, I think like 2016 or 2017, um, and she's dancing to goddamn can't touch this. By MC Hammer. And it had the most. Like. Wrong. Song choice energy of all time. It was like. It gave me the energy of when like Donald Trump. Was dancing. To the YMCA. 
song at his at his pep rally. Uh, so anyway, everyone everyone figured out that Elizabeth Holmes is a liar. Nothing's going on. She had a deposition where lawyers asked her questions, and she literally answered with the questions of either like no, like like asking like, do you have government contracts? And she said no. Uh, like, has the Edison ever been deployed on the military plane? She said no. Uh, or, like, she answered with the question of, like, I don't know of, like, how many, you know, things can you actually test for in the Edison machine? And she was like, I don't know. Like, questions like that. She either answered I don't know or no to 600 questions plus. 600 plus questions. She, 600 plus times. She said either the words no or I don't know to questions. That's astonishing. That's fucking astonishing. Um, so she she got tried for 11 counts of fraud, and um, they just had the court case about it last month, and she got founded on four counts of fraud uh, just to, like, the donors that she put out. Like, there were no cases where she was found against, like, providing fraud to the people, like, to citizens. Um, which I think is a little wrong because, you know, you're not really being truthful about where the testing is com coming from. And, like, they would say that sometimes, like, the results were wrong. So it's kind of like, eh. you know, you might have lied to some people, which is straight up fraudulent about their health. So, um, yeah, so she got tr she got founded guilty on four counts. So there's a good chance that she's going to be spending a lot of time in, in, in prison or jail, which is very, you know... Fitting, I think, because when you trick Mark Cuban into giving you half of the Dallas Mavericks um, for your company, you know, you deserve you de you deserve to go to jail for a long time for keeping them from all of those titles. You know, Dirk Nowitzki is very pissed off at you. So. Yeah, man, I just I just think that she's a rich white lady who was just never told no and just like always just kind of believed that she she could do what she wanted to do and like that she didn't have any limitations like her mom was like a congressional staffer and her dad's a government worker for like he's like the vice president of some shit and works in like a, just a bunch of different government type jobs and they moved around a lot and seemed like she had a lot of money growing up i mean the guy the bitch went to fucking Sta stanford dude like she went to stanford she went to fucking like conventions and shit with Jobs and Zuckerberg and you know Tim Pool, all these people. I don't know if Tim Pool was there, and I don't really know if he like actually runs anything, but he's like a character I've seen on on Rogan's podcast once or twice. So, so yeah, man. Elizabeth Holmes has had my attention for straight out the last like thirty six hours, just like thinking about this lady, thinking about tricking all of those high high-end people like being in with the obama administration and just goes to show you man like if you if you want to fucking start some shit in this country and just say that it's private you can essentially do whatever you want to do like you don't have to provide the people with like the real shit just as long as you can present yourself and your company with like an air of being like, wow, this motherfucker like really knows what they're talking about, which 
I never really heard like Elizabeth Holmes like talk about the science, but she had this thing, I guess, where people were just like, Meh. dudes, assen- like essentially, like a lot of like old dudes were like, man, like fucking, this lady fucking is smart, man. Um, when, when she's not, <laughs> like I've even seen like YouTube videos, like still like a month ago that were uploaded where it was like, great American thinker Elizabeth Holmes tried for fraud charges. Pause. Like, not in a gay way, but, like, pause. Like, think about what the fuck you just said. Great American thinker, Elizabeth Holmes, tried on fraud charges. Now, inherently not a bad thing, but, like, fraudulent about what? Fraudulent about lying to people about their health. And I'm going to tell you one thing that I'm never going to lie to you people about. And it's your goddamn health. If you're fat, you're fat. If you're stupid, you're stupid. If I think that you need to fucking... Get out there and go run a little bit. I'm going to tell you. But I'm going to tell you another thing that I'm not going to be fraudulent about. And that is the fact that this episode is over, motherfuckers. Thank you for listening to episode 26. Uh, really appreciate you. Like I said, much love to everybody out there uh, who's listening locally, nationally, globally. I appreciate you guys. Uh, let's go out there and save the world and go fucking lie to people about their health and tell them that we'll just prick their finger a little bit and tell them they got cancer or not you know what i mean because we all want to know thank you guys so much appreciate you much love i'll see you later bye bitches will you open my emotions hold on my heart like it's never been broken baby that's all i really need Catch a wave or just drown in your ocean Baby, tell me what you're gonna do with me I've been looking for a reason to stay on my own Yeah, yeah I've been telling myself that I'm better alone Yeah, yeah Getting calls from my friends who really know me They're all saying that I'm scared of being lonely It's probably why I crack a smile when you text my phone